This I polarized difference, notarized signet. I'm polar ice dripping. You're overpriced tripping. Yo, yo, yo! What is up, everybody? All the million viewers that we have out there. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Manifest it. Yeah. Um, we're back with another episode today. We have a very special guest, and uh, just gonna get to it. He goes by Chaos, but some may know him by Calvin. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly chaos and uh he is a local artist but he's also you're like i don't i don't know how to explain you really because you're just out out there working right you're just out there doing your thing yeah i mean anything not anything but a lot of things that involve art you know mainly music you know that's my thing and uh whether it's recording music or doing live shows that's that's my main you know my main go-to but dude i do photography like all the um artwork that you see with my uh my songs um any sort of videos it's all organic like i go out like the flows poster um, which was funny because i made it um that like i got off a 12-hour shift went into the sundial bridge took a picture of it went home and edited it and then sent it to the group chat that we have for uh for the poster and they were like oh this is cool or whatever did you get this off google images and i was like no dude this is me like i went and took this this yeah. morning you know so everything's organic you know so that's cool man you got to do yeah. it yourself yeah i even texted you i was like dude that is a great photo yeah, yeah yeah i was dude sometimes it's like you don't know what to expect you're like i'll go and take some pictures you're like those are trash or sometimes you're like damn that actually turned out pretty damn good so yeah some days it just hits like yeah. the lighting and everything yeah. i don't know what it is yeah a, bir- was... a bird flies by at the right time <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so yeah just finger crossed luckily i've you know learned along the way is what's gonna work and what's not but you know every once in a while you're surprised so but yeah i'm glad it turned out good so Oh, it's beautiful. Let's get Thank right you. into it. Yeah, you made, so you took that photo and you made like a, a poster for Flows by the River, third mm-hmm. annual Flows by the River, in fact. Yeah. And uh, you have multiple artists on there. This is actually going to happen August 5th, mm-hmm. which is two days from now, but hopefully today when I post it. <laughs> Hell yeah. 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 yeah good shit. Um, yeah, it's, I'm excited, man. It's crazy. I... When I first started the journey of doing this, um, I mean, even the first show that we did out in Happy Valley, uh, you were there. I was there. And, yeah, you, one of the day ones. And uh, then I was just like, bro, we got to start doing shows. Like, we've got to build this community. And it was just like, it wasn't a whole lot of thought put into it. Like, the shows, yes, but like, it was just like, execute, 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 yeah. you know? And um, that's what it was. And Flows by the River was just a. Uh, I think it was inspiration by seeing the lack of, um, I guess the com- not the community but the um, the scene lack in music. Scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the lack of scene because like when I came up, like I've been making music for ten years, you know, and none of this stuff happened, you know, and then all of a sudden, like after twenty twenty one, like just shows everywhere now for all kinds of different yeah. genres and stuff, and you know, you had your shows that still happened, but. No, that's it's the cool growing. thing. Let's explain more what flows by the river is. So yeah. flows by the river is you usually throw a concert with local artists yeah. around the is it this is it fall time? Not really. It's, it's like summertime. Anyway. I try and do it when uh, kids are, are like off school and stuff like that. So yeah. like you know the families can come out and stuff. So yeah. yeah, and it's located at the Anderson River Park. Exactly where they do the uh, the the mosquito serenade is that yeah. the mosquito serenade mosquito serenade yeah that's yeah. where the everyone knows that so yeah yeah, um, yeah. same amphitheater they just remodeled it which yeah, was damn say, nice I haven't been there since me neither I've only seen pictures so I'm oh, excited yeah. I'm excited this weekend yeah what? yeah it looks damn nice they it makes sense why they upped the venue fee I was like what the hell um, then I saw the pictures like yeah makes sense yeah because before I used to skate there all the time and, okay you know. Yeah. There was nothing. There was maybe like a frame, but mm-hmm. there wasn't really like light setups or like anything. I don't even know how to explain because I don't know what all it that stuff cement. is called. Yeah. yeah, it was it wasn't a whole lot too. It was just metal beams and cement, and it was pretty basic. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely upgraded. So, but that kind of like upgrades your show in a way. You know, it You're does. Just like this is the big one. Yeah, no, it helps. And 
yeah, it looks bigger too. So yeah, it feels very monumental and like, you know, extreme. So extreme and yeah. nerve wracking, I bet. Yeah. Oh. A little bit. Yeah. Especially like we don't do ticket sales, you know, so it's we we kinda try and judge it off like the Facebook um event, but that's not guaranteed either. So yeah. you know, it's like there may be fifty people, there may be three hundred. So right. <laughs> But yeah. uh, you guys are, what else you guys are doing there? You guys are having, was I think it was 13 artists. 13, yeah. But you're also having, there's going to be food trucks there. Food trucks, yeah. So we got a taco truck. I can't remember the name. It slips me right now. Um, Shasta Taqueria? No. Oh, wow. um, it's some red truck. I, I can't remember mm. offhand. Um, I think it starts with a B. But, uh, and then we got an ice cream truck there as well. Um, I was really last minute on things. Um just dude time escapes you especially after having a kid and you're like oh shit you know like time just like goes even faster and you're like fuck man you know but i'm not gonna blame it on that it's just yeah just happened and got a little behind but it's all good we're making it happen and it looks like we're gonna have one of the biggest shows so far you it's know, gonna so. be huge yeah it's grown every year it's grown yeah so you the first one started what a couple of years ago 2021 yeah 2021 mm-hmm so, wait, you, it's been three consecutive years since yep. you've been doing it? 2021, 2022, 2023. All right, let's go back in time, though. Yeah. From your very first... Well, actually, let's talk about your, your music. Okay. When did you start writing music? When was when did oh, you find man. your passion for this this beautiful... Art. <laughs> art that you go through, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, 2016, I would say that was, like, the first time I remember, like, starting to write stuff, you know? Um I, th- I think I had, like, this, like, revelation one time. Like, I was driving, or not I was driving, but I was in the car. And, um, you know, I'd heard, uh, you know that song Airplanes by B.O.B.? Oh, yeah. Eminem and Haley Williams. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Airplanes, a nice guy. Yeah. Anyway, so, like, I heard that song, and, like, you know, the, the concept of the song is, like, what if I had never done this? What if I had never, you know, it's like, what if, what if, what if? That's yeah. what they're talking about. And um, I had, like, this epiphany and was like, yo, what what if I decided to like write what I have to say or like the thoughts in my head and, you know, put them down on paper and like, just what if, what if I did, you know, like what if I told my story and, uh, it just spawned from there. I started writing little raps and stuff like that. And it was horrible at first, (laughs) you know, it, everyone's got to start somewhere, but yeah, it was, it was really bad looking back, but yeah, no, you grow, you know, you grow a lot as a person and you grow a lot as a, um, as an artist as well. So, Oh yeah. It's just, gone from there so yeah i would say since i was 16 years old so and b.o.b got he got the flows <laughs> oh man yeah that he, what's crazy is he like dropped that one really big album and then was just kind of like peace yeah, you know yeah. i feel like a lot of artists do that though you know they drop one fucking good album and then they just dip out yeah that's strange so 2016 you already graduated at 2016 no no, no i was 16 oh you was 16 yeah so i was oh. still in high school oh damn yeah 16 that's a good age to start, actually. Yeah, yeah. You're really trying to figure yourself out. And uh, when you can use something, like, positive to na- help navigate yourself, you know, in the world. Because, I mean, we're all trying to just figure out who we are, you know. Yeah. So, especially at that age. So, yeah, when you have, an, um, I guess, a compass to help guide you, you know, and help you grow at that kind of age, it's uh, it's important did, to have a positive outlet. So, did you, did you ever do any, like, talent shows while you're still in school um no i thought about it um i just wasn't experienced like doing like live stuff and i don't know if i was too confident with like the songs i was making because i'm like such a perfectionist you know yeah. so if i if i don't like totally love it or you know i'm like mm, they probably aren't gonna love it so i didn't really do anything in high school um but i did used to do um Copeland was my English teacher in uh, Enterprise, and uh, he was also the drama teacher. And so he had access to the drama class or the drama room, and it had a stage on it. So I went and bought like a cheap microphone and a speaker, and would like uh, play my my uh, the beat over the speakers they had in there, and then just have my little you know vocal box with the speaker and everything, and would like rap you know really? to it. Yeah, so I was practicing in high school because. He would let me even skip class. Like he would, he would be like, "Oh, Calvin needs to do, you know, homework or something like that in my yeah. class," and so I could skip classes. It wasn't. It was like PE or something. You know, nothing crazy. But yeah, no, he like really like let me. And every like lunch, I was there, just in That's there, just dope. trying to like 
master my craft type shit. That's so. cool, dude. I remember yeah. when I was in, I think it was like sixth, seventh grade. I was mm-hmm. doing, I was in band. Okay, I nice. played the clarinet, and nice. then you know we work all year or all semester to do the, like uh, something on stage for the whole school oh, to wow. see. And I Damn. Like, and then I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready for a yeah. couple months. But then like the week of, I'm like, oh shit, I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> and then the day of, I remember I called in to school. Or I just didn't show up because I was so no scared. Yeah, it's yeah, it's nerve wracking. It's you know? nerve wracking. Especially at that age, bro. You like you're not like fully comfortable with yourself and you know, we're all like I mean, we all have like our insecurities, but like, you know, like as a teenager, dude, like having all those eyes on you and then yeah. I mean, dude that age kids are ruthless you know what i mean they so are. they are brutal so yeah and you know it's it's definitely nerve-wracking for sure so i understand the fear they're like you remember when frankie like played the wrong note yeah <laughs> right yeah what's funny is like we think about shit like that but one thing i've noticed is like we're always so worried about like what we're doing but everyone's also worried about what they're doing. So we, yeah. the, no one's paying that much attention to us. Unless, and if they are, they probably don't have a whole lot going on in right. their life. So That's so true. I was talking to somebody else on the last podcast. Yeah. Because he was saying he messes up sometimes when he's on stage playing oh, yeah. guitar or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, he notices it. But for the people in the crowd, they're like, oh, that's how the song's supposed to go. You know? Like, yeah. Most people don't really know or care, they, actually. No, no. And that's, I mean, I've messed up plenty of times, you know? And then... Like, you think about it, like, when you're doing rehearsals and stuff, like, what if I fuck up? Like, oh, my God, I don't want to mess up. And it's like, dude, when you're up there, A, no one probably will notice. And that's also the nice thing about being, um, you know, an a relatively unknown artist and not everyone knowing your songs is they're they're just going to be like, okay, this is part of it, you know? (laughs) And, um Oh, what else was I going to say? Um, yeah, they don't know it. And so you're just like, okay, just roll with it. You know, and even if they're like, uh, you're just like, I'm human, you know? So yeah, yeah. It, it's the way it goes. And yeah, we all make mistakes. So, okay. Yeah. Well, from doing those, those practice stages and, uh, what's his name in his class, right? Copeland. There, yeah. Mr. Copeland. Yeah. Mr. Copeland. How did that evolve to, you know, taking it outside of school to where you're writing music and then you're like, finally decide you know what, I think I want to go on stage somewhere. I remember, uh, I think, maybe you had something planned before this, but one of your first shows that I've heard of was the Wind River one. That was the first one, man. Yeah, so yeah, how, 20, how did you build up the courage to do that and even like prepare for such a such an event? Um, Man, it was another one of those just execute, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that goes back to the whole, like, the, the music scene wasn't you know, as is it as it is now here in this town. And so um, it was like, I, I haven't had any sort of opportunities. No one ever invited me to shows. No one was like, hey, I know a guy. I was all just me. Like, I was like, I didn't know, I didn't have any connections or anything. And so I just put out an album um, called Gray Area at that point. And uh, that was in 2019. And then I did the album release party at Wind River in 2020. And that was I think it was January something. And so it was just before the pandemic happened and just before the entire world shut down. Yeah. And um, anyway, so what I had done is I went and bought all my own equipment, bought speakers, microphones, everything I would need, you know, because I was like, if if I'm not going to have these connections or, you know, I don't get invited to shows, which you can't expect that, you know, um, you can't expect handouts, you know, you've got to yeah. just make your own lane. And that's what I did. And so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy everything. I'm going to, you know, everything out of my pocket and just sent it to wind river and i was like if i'm gonna do this you know for the first show let's like let's do it up you know oh, really? so, yeah and i didn't charge tickets at all it was free entry which was crazy <laughs> that but, is crazy yeah especially for how much we paid on the room and stuff so that's a big room <laughs> it's a big ass room we filled that bitch up though like looking back at pictures i'm like fuck dude for yeah. the first show like there was well over 100 people easily wow. and just yeah it was it was a good turnout so especially with how many events that they have there already and then you just oh, kind of yeah. squeeze right in there yeah um it was definitely last minute and we tried to do it like in 2019 right as the the album i had put out right as it dropped and they were so booked up because like christmas thanksgiving like all you know uh even halloween like all that holiday season was just flooded and booked so i was like fuck it let's just wait till january so 
So was it just you that first time or did you have a couple other guys that kind of opening for you or? Yeah. So I had some people that I had known and some people that really hadn't like performed live in front of a crowd um, as well. So that was, I was pretty unique. Um, Like we had Augie, that was Augie and then um, a buddy of ours, a a mutual friend, uh, Chandler, he's made some of my uh, beats on some of my songs and um, he, uh, they had a group or, or whatever at the time. And so I was like, those were like relatively the only people that I had known like that made music and then I had uh, my my cousin's buddy so um, and then like they had some mutual friends as well that they knew so they invited them so yeah it was relatively small like I didn't have all these connections that I do now you know so it was just like kind of I know these guys they make music you guys want to open up for me and you know so yeah so let's make it happen yeah wow I'll be so scared just (laughs) Just planning it out. I hate that's my worst thing is planning things out. But you do a pretty good job on that, Thank especially you. with like the flows by the river and all your other Thank you. shows that you do. So during that concert, how nervous were you? That first one at Wind River. Oh man, um, I probably went to the bathroom. I probably pissed so many times before I went on stage. You know, you get those nervous piss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're just like, "Fuck, dude, I gotta." Yep, just kept going, kept going. And also what I did was I didn't have anyone see me besides, like, my people before the the show. So, like, none of the crowd had seen me the entire time for any of the sets or anything. So I remained hidden, you know, because I, I wanted to, like, come out and just be, like, you know, first-time appearance, you yeah. know, type shit. And so when I first got on stage, that was the first time people were seeing me. So that's what I did. So I just remained, like, anonymous, was, like, going through the crowd, you know, just trying not to be seen. So that was funny. So there's a song that you released that hit a million, a million, a million streams. Was that in oh, that yeah. first album there, or was it? That was in, uh, yeah, the album before the Gray Area album oh. that we were talking about. So that was like the first like actual album I put out that was like on iTunes, Spotify, and all like the major streaming platforms. Um, that's called the Search for Something Greater, and. Um, that was really as I was like really evolving and just trying to figure out my sound and you know where I wanted to go but that was like the singles that I rolled out for that album uh Still Your Heart was one of them uh the one that got you know that has well over a million streams but um yeah that was like the beginning of like okay this is my path I'm taking and this was like where I'm gonna start you know it was, yeah. it was like my beginning basically that's you so know? crazy to e- even just to reach like a thousand is oh, crazy. Oh, a thousand is, is still like, yeah. yeah. No, it's a lot. You're like, fuck, dude. And then you, you times know, that by, what is a thousand? It's like a hundred or so? Or a thousand sure, times I'll a take thousand? Your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You'd think I'd um, be good at math. But <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I suck at math. I, words are my thing, um, yeah. not numbers. But uh, yeah, man, when you, t- when you multiply that, it's crazy to even think. Like, um, what was it like weird. seeing those numbers just go up, 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 and just, that's, insane to me you know what can, can i drop you, you want me to drop like i haven't told too many people this but like how it happened like the snowball effect of how it happened oh, sure this all right exclusive <laughs> yeah um yeah like only like my inner circle people know this and you know a couple people so um what had happened was i had put the song out in i think it was february yeah it was my wife's birthday because it was a song for my wife so i uh i put it out in february and it got like I grinded my ass off to get like people to listen to it, and it was like really well received, you know. So I was like, okay, dope. Like people like this song, and like that was cool. And I think it got like five hundred views, and I was like, fuck yeah, dude, five hundred views. If I can yeah. get five hundred views, then- yeah, bro, it was nice. And like I hadn't had numbers like that before, you know. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like people dig this song. So what I did was back in the day for when you had to like try and get your songs out there uh what you would do is you would submit your songs to like youtube uh playlists that mm. would um have like they would share like underground artists you know and so like i basically submitted it to all the like indie artists that i would listen to submit it to those youtube uh playlist pages and they would take it and if they liked it they would be like hey we're gonna throw it on our page if not they probably wouldn't reply or just be like hey it doesn't fit for my channel and just, that's how it is right and so I submitted to, dude, I'd probably like 50, you know, you just got to shoot your shots and hope one hits, you know, and um, anyways, I'll, I'll make it quick. So, um, yeah, I sent it out and then one pa- a couple pages had picked it up and I was like, dope. Okay, so I got on there, you know, got some plays, a couple thousand, you know, uh, 
views on the YouTube videos. And I was like, cool. So then what had happened, you remember those Call of Duty like montages and shit like that? Yeah. Like phase and like optic and all that shit, which I'm sure they still do, but it was really big, like um, you know, in the early two thousands, even the twenty tens, you know. So um someone had some clan had made a, a Call of Duty clan had made a montage and what they had did was they had hacked YouTube and so they made ads on YouTube videos and people couldn't skip them. Oh, what? Yeah, th- it was like a huge thing. Like it was like, oh, people, so and so, you know, hacked, you know, YouTube. And so they took my song and put it over their uh, non skippable ad in their wow. montage. And uh, like the montage, like the quality was just ass, bro. It was like 2040p. Like it was yeah. shit, dude. You know? But everyone was like, yo, the video's trash and this montage is awful, but where can I find this song? Yeah. And then just from there, people were like, yo, this song's dope. The ad ended up getting 10 million views. Oh, shit. And then people were like, yo, where can I find this song? And then it just went from there. And yeah. It was crazy. I just woke up one morning and like I'm watching the views go by the hour by the thousands, thousands by the hour. See, that's the mastermind behind you because like I wouldn't think of throwing it on YouTube playlists. Yeah. How did that cut? You're just like, I need to do, I need to grind, grind. I need to put it towards something and actually put an effort to like share it really. Honestly, I just study what other people are doing. You know, and not like in a copy way, but like, okay, this person is doing this and their music's here or, you know, they're, you know, applying it over here. You know, the same thing like when TikTok was first introduced, you know, you watched a lot of like artists and even people just blow up or get popular. And um, so you're like, okay, what are they doing that's working? Yeah. And then let me apply it to my avenue and, you know, my sound or whatever you're doing, you know. And so that's that's basically I just study how th- shit works you know i pay attention to patterns and you know okay this is what what's received and what's not and yeah i think that stuff really does matter too because you get like you have so- you create something mm-hmm. and i don't know where i'm going with this i lost my train of thought honestly <laughs> that's <laughs> but, right but like yeah with tiktok you just gotta almost bandwagon off something else to kind of follow that it's tr- things get trendy yeah that's what i'm trying to say like, yeah you got to figure out what the trend is and then that you got to work with it to try to push apply what you, it to your to yours mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah like i said studying is just the best way to do it you know see what works and what doesn't and i think what you're going down um about just creating something because sometimes you could create something and it's like bro it's gold you know yeah but if like the not the right people see it or the right you know market or the right you know demographic it could completely get lost on the internet because yeah. there's just so much so much shit being put out you know what i mean like there's millions of podcasts there's millions of artists just in certain genres you know there's millions of different vloggers there's millions you know and so like what it you have to really set yourself apart first of all and make something authentic and unique and bring something something to the table that's gonna you know impact people in some sort of way you know and i think it all goes back to like making people feel something you know feeling something authentic and like i said that's with music with anything you connect with people you just build a connection and then go from there wow yeah well you did it you made it happen i mean i'm still doing it but <laughs> you're still, you know, yeah, you're still this, doing this is it. what's crazy is like i'm like yeah i've been making music for 10 plus years this is still the beginning bro yeah it's still the beginning and um i actually saw a video um by a producer named kyle beats um he makes really cool like i uh, just pre- recently started watching no his youtube videos yeah, yeah bro kyle beats is dope man um but i watched one of his recent videos and he was talking about how he tried to he made like this fake artist and he made like um this song like completely under a different name and da, 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 da. he had one of his buddies record it and stuff and they were like can we just make a viral thing and just put it out yeah. you know and make it blow up just off of one sh- song just can it happen you know mm-hmm. and then he had a message at the end which i like really resonated with you know is like this isn't something that's like a like a flash in the pan you know what i mean yeah. like when you're doing art or any sort of like creativeness you know you're you're building longevity and that's what you got to aim for is longevity like how yeah. long are you willing to stick it out and put in the effort put in your 10,000 hours 10,000 plus you know what i mean yeah. you know it wasn't even till i like put that 10,000 hours in till i got that you know mill or even started to get a snowball effect yeah. or build anything you know with substances you've got to be in it a long time and just dedicate 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 and the effort no i love that cuz his main thing theory was like 
oh, people think people are getting famous just off of luck or timing. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, oh, let's try to make this random artist see if he pops off based off of luck or based off of skill. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he, I think he tried advertising it as much as he can on TikTok, yeah. matching it up with like Kai Sinat and uh, yeah. trying to make it go viral, basically, just as off one song. Mm-hmm. But it ended up not working out. And he's mm-hmm. like, look, guys. There's a little bit of luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it really is. It's, it's, it's the universe. It has a plan. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's gonna do something. You know, because like I mean, what I did to make like steal your heart get into a certain like I did a little bit. You know, I put the work in and I made it, and then I sent it to these certain avenues. But like sometimes the universe just takes shit, and yeah. it'll just go from there. And it's really one of those things that you just take your hands off the wheel, and it does. Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of like where I've been at lately in terms of creating. It's just like, let the universe take it. Whatever happens, happens. I'm going to create what I create. And if it gets, you know, four views and it does and people, no one liked it, but I liked it. And that's what's important to me. You know what I mean? But if it gets, you know, four million, sick, you know, so. I just try not to focus on the numbers anymore because I drove myself crazy. Oh, I'm driving myself crazy right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, you'll drive yourself insane. And it it led me down a dark path because you're sitting there trying to recreate what you had done before, you know, and then it's just not the same, you know, because you weren't thinking about, oh, let me make a hit song or let me make the most popular thing that people are going to love. You were just doing what you loved and what happened happened. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah, I do definitely get like worried. I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Because then sometimes the numbers will be good and sometimes numbers will be bad. I'm like, right did I do that wrong or is it just the wrong timing or yeah. something? And I, I get, I get a, I get sad at myself. I'm like, yeah, Man, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. So I'm like thinking, what should I do better? Yeah. And, and I try not to like make it a job or like try to worry too much about it. Cause mm. it's really, it doesn't matter. I have no, no control. You know, yeah. you just got to let it flow. Yeah. Just got to, like you said, just got to keep doing what I do. Yeah. But and it, it is just so, wait to see what happens. It is so hard not to get like upset. Yeah, but. yeah, bro. It'll like I said, I've been there. I've, I've, I've drove myself insane and like straight just depressed myself. Fucking like, like I said, spiral. You know, because you get you get so focused on like, oh my gosh, this didn't get you know three hundred views in the first you know few hours yeah. or you know it. Yeah, bro. It, it's 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 a terrible mindset to get in so if you just create what enjoy what you're creating and you create it and you do everything possible in terms of promoting it and like advertising or whatever you're doing you know this is a in a general sense as long as you put the effort in and if it doesn't pan out just doesn't pan out you know and and that's part of it you're gonna have you're gonna have hits and you're gonna have misses so yeah that's it's crazy. Just keep pushing forward. Yeah. But, okay, let's go back to, so you had the Wind River. Yes. And then from there, you said COVID just started, so you weren't allowed to do any shows, really. Yeah, man, because, like, that Wind River show, it, like, it really opened a lot of people's eyes. People were like, oh, like, this could be something, you know? And I think even Houston, um, you know, for the people, uh, him and Ozzy, mm-hmm. um, his label, um, Houston was like, yo, chaos really set, like, a precedent for like what shows could be here and i was like me damn yeah <laughs> like to hear that because i like me when i'm in it i'm just trying to make make the best thing possible you know right. what i mean and um to hear compliments like that like you know you set a new bar or, you know whatever you're like well fuck okay like damn that really is like you know it's great to hear but then you're like shit what, what are we doing now you know and so that was going to be the like the the momentum like we had the momentum there and then all of a sudden the world changed and got shut down and so it was kind of demoralizing and it was like all right you know we all had to take a step back and realize what's most important and stuff so yeah that was a crazy time but yeah so i would think like a year maybe two years have passed Mm-hmm. And you thought you figured it was time to come back. It's time to come back come, to reality. <laughs> come back to reality. Yeah. That's right. And that's why I named it that. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, let's get back to our normalcy. And even like planning that show, I was like, it's a little risky doing a show right now because it was in 2021. Right. It was still very questionable. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's why we did it like out in the sticks and everything where no one would really like come try and shut us down or anything like that. So I was like, we're just going to do it, a little private show. And see what happens, you know, like, hopefully people want to come back. And yeah. I think everyone really accepted 
it with like arms wide open you know oh, everyone yeah. was like no let's fucking let's get back to this shit and uh, so it was cool let's everyone do something for once it was like <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that was like let's go outside let's go do something you know and so to have people just like i said welcome you like with arms open and everything it was really nice um and it was a good feeling and it was like okay we we got our momentum back and then it just went from there wow yeah yeah back to reality first show you came back from covid yeah and you're like this is it so you yeah so you created that that momentum again and from there luckily yeah and uh from there you kind of just it really showed artists you and just the local scene like yeah yo we're really gonna do this right now like we're gonna keep going yeah i i want to i want to not congratulate you but like appreciate you for thank you because you're out there you're doing all this hard work that nobody else is really doing because a lot of the i don't know actually i don't quote you on that don't quote me on this but a lot of artists out there really they're just doing their own music doing their own thing but you're out here creating these events that way they could put their music on on a higher yeah, platform on a yeah higher platform absolutely and that's kind of what the aim for flows like why it all happened was like okay you know i didn't have these um you know, these opportunities so let me create it for other people you know and i think that's like along with what you're saying is yeah i i mean i took a step back and was like let's not make it about me let's make it about the community and i think that's why it was accepted so well um with everybody you know um people want something to do and also people want to support local here you know what Mm. i mean they really do and that's what's really special about this city is like everyone will fuck with you if you create something good you know and something that people can connect with and want to be a part of and so um I was able to do that somehow. Like I said, it wasn't my intent. My intent was just to help these artists get a bigger platform, you know, the type of, like, show out that I have, you know, because when we can pack a room with 100 plus people, you know, after, you know, all your promo and everything for a show, I'm like, okay, well, let me help these other artists be able to do the same thing, you know, so when we did the first flows, I think there was like around 150 people. Next flows, there was like 200 plus. And yeah. I was like, okay. And then so it's looking like probably around 300 people easily. Yeah. I you know, this next show. So, yeah, it's crazy. How just It's just expanding and growing. It's like, wow, at a rapid pace. Rapid. Yeah. Do you ever get worried? Do you ever get worried about like, because you're, you're this guy making all these events and there's almost like this expectation, right? Do you ever get this feeling of expectations? Like people are counting on you to make this the show. You ever get worried about not being able to, you know, reach that expectation that other people are expecting? Um, I actually haven't surprisingly, surprisingly, um, had that feeling yet. You know, I hopefully I don't. And I think that's back to the whole, like, when you have expectations, um, of yourself and they're not met, you're going to, you know, obviously be disappointed. And then, then you feel like you're disappointing everyone else and stuff. So, I just know that I put in all the effort that I possibly can at like with financially and like time wise and everything, you know, like I use all my resources and that's why I think that's why the shows do end up being as great as they are and, you know, as elaborate is because I do put everything I got into them, you know, like there's so much thought into them from the name to the poster to, you know, who's on it to what we're doing, the aesthetic when you get there, you know, the the website where you buy your tickets, like there's so much like I do it all you know what I mean and then you know like like I said back to the artwork that I do it all myself you know but I have my team of people that also help me with things as well you know I have my wife I have you know my brother that helps run merch I have my buddy John that does photography or he uses my camera and then I end up editing the photos (laughs) later but he takes the photos you know so I have someone to take the photos and then I have my buddy Jado that um he's a producer and also he um is mixing it live, you know? So I've got all of my people that, and then everyone that helps set it up, you know? And I've got the security and everything. So like, it's a big fucking like, excuse me. And that's that, that's that fusion rice bowl I had. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so uh it's yeah, it's all my people, you know, and these are all my friends, you know what I mean? And so to have that like, you know, group to help put on and like, just be a piece to the puzzle, you know, because without, them i can't i can't do it all you know what i mean i'm not there setting everything up by myself you know i have all of these people that are there you know collectively doing something and so they 
it, it starts with me as the idea and then like, you know, making it happen. But they're the ones that like really just help make it what it is and stuff, you know, because I can do without them. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. NorCal, we're back again with the North State's biggest independent live show. The third annual Flows by the River, August 5th at the Anderson River Park Amphitheater, 6 to 10 p.m., 13 artists from our community holding it down for a monumental night. We're going to have food trucks on site, and entry is free for all ages. As long as you don't mind the word fuck, we'll see you there. Peace. Yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing. None of us do, dude. I promise you. Just winging it. I just feel like I need to be doing something, and then you just do it. Yeah, Yeah, bro. That's how it starts, you know? You learn along the way, and you learn from experience. You know, there's no better, like, way to learn than just applying it and then being like, okay, this worked, this didn't, you know? Yeah. Um, Even back to the Flows by the River shows, you know? Um, There's things that I did where I'm like, I'm not doing that next year. (laughs) You know, like, that was a horrible idea. Like, for example, having 17 artists last year. Fuck no, I'm not doing 17 hours ever again. Yeah. There's so many people, and it went till like 11 o'clock, bro. I was I didn't get home till like midnight, one o'clock. I was like, this is horrible. I was my body was sore, and it was terrible. So, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to draw the line because you 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 want to put as much artist as you can. Yeah, bro. But then you got to be like, dude, I got to get home. I got work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I've got my body hurts. I've been walking for 12 hours, you know, just yeah. back because I don't take breaks when I'm when I'm doing it. Like, I literally am just so go, go, go. My wife's like, did you eat? I'm like, no. It's been eight <laughs> hours since you ate. Yeah, well, I bet, you know, because I'm just so in go mode, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're. Yo, that was crazy. Did you hear that? Was that a ghost? Bro, I that hope made, so. like a noise, didn't it? That was, I heard a, I think you may have picked it up in the mics. That was crazy, actually. Oh, no. D- dude, this is perfect fucking uh, no. thumbnail. Uh, um, clickbait. It's perfect yeah. clickbait, bro. Ghost. Ghost haunts podcast, uh, podcast <laughs> stream, dude. That's, that was, that was weird. My lights have been flickering like that lately, though. Have they? I don't know what's going but on. But I heard a noise, too. That was a weird, like. It's like a whistle. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Damn, that was tough. Damn. Hell yeah. What'd you bring here? Dude, I got nothing. You brought that chaos I- here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, let's go. I guess so, man. I'm channeling something. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully it's all good positive spirits, you know. So how'd you come up with the name Chaos, by the way? Good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that on like, you know, on this kind of platform. Um I know it has to do with your last name. It does. Yeah, yeah Calvin K. Um Chaos. Um I want to say, like, my mom helped come up with it somehow. Like, I'd seen it, like, written down somewhere, which I was like, what are you, what were you doing? Which I'm, I have yet to ask her that, so I think I will sometime. But anyways, yeah, my last name, K, K-A-Y, and then the word chaos, and so you, it's just a play on words, and, uh, yeah. Wait, so your mom called you chaos before you came up mm-mm, with it? Oh. No, she just, like, I, th- I think I'd si- seen it written down on a piece of paper somewhere. Like, at, at our house, just, like, randomly written down. And I was like, what is that? You know? I was, like, you know, probably, like, 17, 18, 19, maybe. And um, I just seen it written down. I was like, that's tough. Like, that's what, what? Yeah, like I said, I think I need to get the details on, like, why my mom had written that down. Or if that's just a false memory. But, um, like, yeah. yeah I, so, you I said 17? But you started writing music before then. Did you yeah. have like a different name before that? Yo, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yes. I, dude, we're digging deep. I dig this. I dig it. So yeah, I went by CK. Just CK? CK, you know, like wow. J. Cole, like, you know, oh. um, it was just my first initial and then K-A-Y, CK, which was dumb looking back at it, you know, but it is what it is. You know, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And so I started with that for a while. I think I put out an album, which I won't name, under CK, or maybe even two. But then I was like, okay, I need it. It was like a rebranding sort of thing. I was like, I need to, like, get an actual artist name. I need to, you know, hone in on it, like, what I want to do. And so I was like, let's do, I just rebranded this chaos. And everyone was like, this is sick. Yeah, chaos is sick, especially because, yeah, it's a play on your last name. And it's just misspelling chaos in a... Because a lot of rappers do have like rapper names that are like, yeah, yeah. similar in that way. They just create something out of 
or they just spell something differently. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, That's like weird. even Cardi B, like it's like a play off of like her name. Nicki Minaj is like it's a play off of her name. Um, Eminem, his initials M, M and M, M, M and yeah. he just M and he like, which I don't know how the fuck you'd think of that. That's a stretch and a half, you That's know, to crazy. be like. To spell it out like that, to take your yeah, bro. But that's why he's so clever, I guess. But yeah, no, there there are some people just you know they take their name or like parts of it or you know and they blend it into their actual name. So amazing. So so we were at Back to Reality. Mm-hmm. You did that show. Came back after the yeah. COVID. Yeah, full then, force, man. Full force. And then after that, we've got so many local come up artists, and it's. I almost want to say you. You opened that door for them. Yeah, wow. I think you did. I Thank think you, you opened bro. that door. They saw you doing Thank it, you. and they're like, dude, I can do that. And then yeah. it, it kind of made the scene pop up uh, just recently, and it's mm-hmm. it's cool to see. It uh, is. It's amazing. Because there's nothing really before that. There's No. Not that I can remember. Not, I mean, small shit, like under super underground, yeah. where you'd have like 15 people, you know, like which is, you know, fine. I'm not hating on that because, you know, I've done shows where... There's like 15 people, you know, but like you didn't have that mass, like at least market to reach out to people or you didn't hear about it on social media. You know, yeah. I, I feel like now um, I've I luckily have been able to be, you know, blessed with this avenue and this um, platform that I have and the audience that I have, yeah. you know, it's been really recepted well. And um, it means the world to me to hear stuff like that, like. Like my sixteen-year-old self, you know, is yeah. just like, Can't fuck believe. yeah, dude, so proud of you, you know. Yeah. Um, and that was like after doing those shows, after like back to reality, the first flows, and you know, the shows we were doing after that. It was like, damn, for the first time in like a long time, I had reached a point where I was really fucking proud of myself. And I don't think I've had that feeling, you know, uh, like really ever. Even after like Steal Your Heart, like it wasn't like a, oh, I'm proud of myself because like I already made the song, and so just it was cool like it's amazing you know but like that i think it's it's something like the shows it's a lot more tangible Mm -hmm. you know you get to see the faces of the the people that support you you know you get to meet them you get to see the the emotions you bring out of them with your songs and so it's something really like physical and tangible you know and it's a real connection not saying the songs because they do their own thing but like the numbers they're just numbers at the end of the day you know they don't like it's cool but like they're just numbers i don't what am i going to do with those numbers you know besides flex which i ain't going to (laughs) do you know like it's cool but then you sound like an asshole and there's people with tens of billions of streams so it's like it's not that you know cool you know but when like i said when you have those authentic like connections with people and the live shows and you know you have a sense of community and um you really feel it yeah so it's impactful especially locally you're seeing the you people listen to your music and it's changing their lives like you're saying it's just like yeah it makes an impact on their life you're like oh i really maybe saved your life or something or you know whatever you're going through my music helped you go through that yeah and i hear that a lot too you know um and it really puts weight on like what you do you know you have that kind of like in the back of your head you know um I think in one of my lines on my last um, album, I think it was the last song, yeah, 25, um, I had said something along those lines, you know, um, every time I get messages from fans makes me think back to every fucking penny I saved up, you know, I was like, yeah, like, you think back to that shit, like, wow, what if I'd never done this, you know, what if so-and-so had offed themselves, or, you know, what if so-and-so decided not to do take this path or what if they went down a darker path or you know what if they decided to do drugs rather than do art you know mm-hmm. um so yeah man you think about like all it's like a butterfly effect type shit you know so it really is so with you like bringing up these artists and like yeah. ma- making these events for them you ever think about almost being a manager like managing these type of because you kind of do take control of these events and like you provide you provide speakers you provide audio you provide a lot lighting, of this stuff everything yeah, lighting, yeah. yeah yeah um and f- f- these people show up and they do their thing so one of the like goals or like a dream of mine like i really want and if i had the financials to be able to do so i would love to have a venue as big as like the civic center fucking something massive you know like movies eight was like available for a while too and i was like dude if i had fucking however millions of dollars to be able to buy the movies eight i would turn that into 
a full-on music venue just and i would rent that i would max that bitch out every single week i would and um if i had the financials to do so that like that's one of the things i want to do and i want to do it here you know like i don't plan on leaving this place you know i don't i'm not i don't want to you know like a lot of artists even you know they'll have you know little glow-ups or whatever and they'll go to la or hollywood or whatever and you know they'll do their own thing, which is cool. But like, I really want, like, this has always been home to me. Like this is, you know, always been my home. And so, um, I want to put on for the city. And if I can do something along those lines here, um, cause the, the momentum's already there, you know, Fair. like we were talking about, you know, so if we can get that and put it on a bigger scale eventually, bro, that would be everything. We like, could be the LA of the North. Or- yeah. Yeah. North state. Yeah, North State. We could be our own entity, really, rather than... We're on our way, dude. Yeah, we're on It's growing. It's growing exponentially. Like, I can't even imagine where we're going to be at in five, ten years, dude. Probably, like, flying cars. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, fuck, for real. Um, Well, yeah, now we got aliens, so that's cool. Uh, Maybe they'll teach us something cool. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they'll bring some dubstep down or something. Yeah, bring dubstep back, baby. (laughs) No um let's see here but yeah that, like to wrap up what i was saying yeah like that's that's a huge goal like that's like one of those like seems like really far you know but it's just little baby steps you know you got to take those steps to be able to get to you know where you want and uh that's that's something i really really want to do so to answer your question in terms of manager for specific artists probably not um i, I like to like help people and like along a path a little bit but also, also like it takes away from what i'm doing and i'm still mm my art like you know i'm me and i'm still trying to build my art too along with everyone else you know so i'm not like i'm not this you know god figure i'm I'm still learning and still you know building along the way with everyone else you know luckily i've just been fortunate enough to you know um um i guess provide for everyone else but also like be a i guess a leader so yeah yeah that's a really cool feeling so yeah great feeling yeah Especially with the flows by the river, third annual coming up. Yeah. Uh, you excited? I'm very excited, actually. Like, this work week was taking forever. Um, luckily, I only worked three days. But, um, yeah, what, as soon as. How was that planning? So, you must be pretty busy this week, right? Like, what do you. Yeah. What do you have to plan Dude, for? I've been planning since January, if that puts it in perspective. So, wow. not yeah. like every single day type shit, but like you, it gets in motion at the beginning of the year. Uh-huh. You know, I start figuring out what artists. I start talking, hey, you know, I've got this thing. I don't know if you've heard of it. You know, it's called Flows by the River. This is what we're about. Um, this is what I'm trying to do. Would you like to be a part of it? You know, and then it just stems from there. Then we start figuring out, you know, okay, when we want to do it, when it's going to work best for my personal schedule, everyone else's. Um, and then, yeah, so it's like promo, like brainstorming, like, yeah. you know, and sometimes like that's the toughest, like the promo. And that's why I think a lot of people struggle with is just marketing themselves and what they're trying to sell. Yeah. And I don't know, dude, it just comes to me. You know, sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. And yeah. just acquiring the venue itself, how do you how do you go about something like that? You just kind of do you go through the city? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just gotta reach out to the city, um, whether it's phone call or email or whatever. Um, it's pretty easy, honestly. Huh. It's it's not too hard. You really just gotta like if you wanna if you're really about it, you know, just do the homework and you know make calls, make connections, and you know just reach out to people. You know, their business too. They're trying to make money, and right. you know they're trying to fill their venue. Just like if I had my you know venue, that's the same thing they're trying to do so they want people to be like hey we're gonna book this you know so yeah so yeah um but yeah a lot of planning a lot of planning goes into it i think right now like being less than a week out but this whole week has been actually pretty lax so like you know i'm able to be here i'm able to like do things and um the calm there's been no stress yeah yeah right um but it's been nice. It's been super um, like laid back, which is nice. It's been uh, usually it's not that. So yeah. um, I, I'm enjoying it. I think now I just get to focus on the music and do my best performance because unfortunately with these shows that kind of gets put on the back burner. You know, yeah. is like you kind of have to worry about all of this stuff. And um, you know, like I said, most of it I'm doing all of the little fine details, insurance, security. You know, paying for everything. You know, uh, promoting it everything you know everything that you see even the stuff you don't see i'm doing it all and like i said my wife helps significantly you know but uh it's just mainly us yeah, so i didn't even think about the insurance i don't think yep. most people think about the insurance part yep. of it a million wow. dollar insurance just in case Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> million to two million actually 
so yeah it's all kinds of like just details people wouldn't even think of and yeah security and you know you gotta pay them and you know then you gotta try and photograph it or video you know video it and yeah there's a lot to it there's a lot to it guys it's not easy you heard it i'll be i'll be honest there's so much behind the scenes stuff and just gotta thank calvin (laughs) thank you're amazing (laughs) you're amazing thank you bro it it really like i said it it means a lot like to to be recognized for you know the effort you're putting in you know especially when you are an artist or a content creator you know whatever you're doing anything creative is a lot of what you do goes unnoticed you know there's stuff on the back end of that you'll be doing you know that i wouldn't know about or you know someone else wouldn't know about you know so you put in so much like back-end work that people don't recognize so when um you get applauded you know or even just a thanked you know uh people being grateful for what you do do is just yeah it means a lot so it's like oh cool i mean you don't do it for that but like it's nice to feel appreciated so oh yeah yeah (laughs) especially when you you create these shows and really it's free admission like everybody just goes there they just gotta show up you don't need to pay five dollars you don't need a bracelet or anything no um i think eventually kind of how i market flows is basically like norcal's version of a festival you know like your hard summer your coachella that's like you know miniature version you know and it's gonna grow of course but that's what i want it to get to i want fucking the warp tour in NorCal. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, that would be sick. Just something like that. Like I want flows by the river to be massive one day. You know, and I think that's along the lines of you know having a big venue or something like that. Like I want mass scale. Like I want it. Like everyone knows about it. Yeah. Like it's a yearly thing. Like everyone's excited, which they are. But like the whole city, I want to know about it, and that's that's the goal for it. It's it's going to be a festival type shit. Yeah, eventually. I think you're on the right path. Thank I'll tell you. you. What? Thank you. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I don't know how I do it. Like I said, sometimes you just have to just take your shot in the dark and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Like Nike says, like Shia LaBeouf and Nike say, just do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You just, and that's with everything, bro. If you're like... Don't listen to those voices in your head that are telling you, you know, oh, what if no one likes it or, you know, this or who gives a fuck, dude? Just mm. do it, you know? And this is one thing that I try and tell people is no matter what you do in life, there's always going to be someone that has an issue with it or a problem. <laughs> Bro, if you cured cancer tomorrow, okay, if you figure out how to cure cancer, you would still have those motherfuckers but like took you long enough yeah. you know like someone's yeah. always gonna have a fucking issue they're like why you didn't know? you cure aids <laughs> yeah yeah well you could have done this instead you know yeah. like there's always gonna be yeah so like you're always gonna have that so just do what you want because it's always gonna be there people are always gonna talk shit who cares yeah they're not they didn't cure cancer yeah you know so what are y'all doing you're that's talking shit advice. that's some good advice there. so yeah that's the way i look at it one of the things i like about you other than the music, is mm-hmm. you have a great appreciation for Asian cuisine. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> I love my people, man, and their food. And I mean, um, Reading has, you know, a really big Asian community. You yeah, know? yeah. And so, um, I mean, dude, I grew up with all y'all, you know. And so, yeah, food's fire, bro. I love me some sushi. I love, you know, everything in between. Alan goes Thai hard, food. bro. Thai Ooh. food. Dude, t- shout out to Thai Hut. Shout out to Alan. Rosé, Fusion, all the places, Taraco, like, Taraco or Tarak? I don't know. <laughs> okay. For... I call it Taroko. Taroko? Yeah. Okay. Some Taroko. call it Taraco. I like that. That one, sound, that one sounds cool, too. I don't really know, um, honestly. That's like Kobe, Kobe. I'm like, bro, whatever. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, bro, everywhere. Like, I, I love me. I love all kinds of different food. I love food in general, bro. Like, real quick, hopefully no one steals this, but I want to do, like, if if I had the extra time, I would love to do like like a like a food uh, review type shit. Like yeah. I would love to do that. Like if I didn't have to worry about like a regular job and like just the music and the shows and everything was my job, and I had that extra time, I would totally do food reviews. Dude, maybe you should manage Munch Gang. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Let's do it. Like because people ask me all the time, they're like, "You're Munch Gang, but you don't really eat anything." It's just I've I kind of like gravitated towards conversation rather than food because it's so hard to eat food and like have a conversation or like totally like heat it up or something while having a conversation it's no just doubt. the timing no and doubt. nobody wants to hear somebody munching Smack. Like, uh, some people like that ASMR shit but yeah. like 
you yeah. know <laughs> that shit weirds me out but like there's really people that enjoy it which it's a niche market but yeah no i i, I would be like yeah. okay you but, know if someone was eating and shit like but also you know if it was something cool you know like you could even have like i mean this is just spitballing ideas here but you could just like you know say you have like uh for example you know thai hutzpa you know like yeah. we're gonna try you know thai hutzpa had it a million times i'll be transparent but like let's just see you know it's consistent and then or you can even be like a little shout out you know what i mean like yeah. just to, like for your people like whether you've had it a hundred times or not it's all good you know but just like help put that community and that like uh local you business, know uh, yeah. business on so yeah i mean you could totally you could find an avenue for it i think yeah. it could totally work um you know like you said the details on a like you know having the food warm and you know all that you know but people do it i think it could work yeah maybe not i think i'm gonna separate the two because yeah, i, I actually just recently filmed a mukbang at taroko okay uh, a week ago or just over a week ago mm-hmm. so that's gonna come out soon but uh we'll nice. see how that goes and maybe it's like a because some people, like, with podcasts, they can't sit and watch a video for an hour. It's a long time for somebody's time. Totally. You could watch a whole movie. You could watch, like, some people don't even watch The Flash because they heard it was bad. You know? <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. Or don't watch, like, you know, Avengers Endgame because they're like, it's three hours long. Yeah. Or, like, I've never seen Titanic. Yeah. That's three hours long. I'm like, not that I, I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm not opposed to three-hour movies. Like, if it's good, it's good, you know. But, like, it's a turn-off to people, you know. They yeah. don't want to dedicate that much time, you know. So, I mean, I get it. And especially, like, for people that they're not necessarily familiar with or, like, they're just learning about, you know. Can I put everybody on real quick to yeah, a go. little hack on, like, stuff mm-hmm. like that? Now, if you can, if you got the mental capacity to keep up, but like YouTube videos or like even Spotify podcasts or anything like that, listen to it in double speed or at least quarter or uh, one and quarter. Do you do Uh, that? Fuck yeah, bro. That's how I get. So I watch like any video, any video. It's like usually 1.75 speed. And I'm like, usually don't lean into the two time speed because that's fucking quick. Um, But like I said, if your brain can process everything that quick, Put it on, dude. You'll save yourself so much fucking time. I, pe- my wife hates it because they're speaking so fast and like just, you know, just bust their and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like got to get it every single minute, you know. And um, but like, but it saves me so much fucking time. Like, you know, I can watch a 15 minute video in half the time, you know, in in um, you know, six seven minutes, you know. So it's nice as fuck. It's it's. Bro, that's your life hack of the hour, you know. Wow. Watch it in double speed or at least, you know, one and a quarter or something like that. Whatever your brain can keep up with and you can still, you know, process the information that's being told to you. Bro, it's it's a life changer. There you you go. will save so much fucking time, I promise you. But you also have to have a brain processor that can process yeah, two times. <laughs> exactly. You got to have that like that high speed quantum, you know, processing <laughs> speed. <laughs> You know, so, but yeah, I mean, my brain works like that. That could be like some ADHD I got or something, you know, but if you can do it, you'll save yourself so much time. Even, even work your way up. It's like training, training your brain. It's a muscle too, you know, put it on like one and a quarter speed and then one and a half and then, you know, work your way up. So I think I've heard that somebody, somebody famous does that too. Uh, Logan Paul. I think he watches everything like time and a half or something. Good, bro. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, and most people, when they speak, they speak very Enunci- slowly <laughs> and enunciate everything perf. You know, so, like, yeah. you're like, I just need you to say what you need to say, bro. Like, I just <laughs> need to get my information out, you know, just tell me. So, that's it helps that, you know, it helps that process, right? Just, okay, tell me, because I'm a very, like, straight to the point. Just tell me what you need to tell me, and let's move on, you know? Yeah. So, like, no need, I don't need an introduction type shit. So, it's very just, like, I well, like it. I guess that's what makes you you. <laughs> yeah. I am a little bit buzzed. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Hell yeah! What a I drag. wish I could join you. If I wasn't, if I wasn't, um, you, you didn't have to drive. Or yeah, something. if I didn't have to drive, I would totally turn up with you for sure. Especially, yeah. like I said, I don't have much I have to do for the show, so it would be perfect time to just sit back and relax and you know catch a buzz. Maybe we'll have to do a part two one day. If we get, yeah, if yeah, we yeah. Get, uh, well, and I will not be buzzed that time. <laughs> Or I we think both it's just can be buzz. I think it's because I'm hungry because I didn't eat anything yeah, and I empty drinking. stomach will fuck you yeah, up quick. Because so, usually I can handle my my liquor, liquor yeah. but not today. That's all right. I not I have today. my moments because like sometimes I'll go out to like you know wherever you know and I'll get a drink first and I'll start sipping that down and then I'll look around and you start getting that like little delay with your eyes <laughs> where you're like 
Oh, and the, then you start feeling your like, yeah, my body tingles kind of yeah. like I get like a reverb. Yeah, yeah your life almost, has reverb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get this like body reverb, and, like, and I start like entering a different frequency and vibration, which probably are, but yeah, no, I uh, I, I feel 100% what you're saying. So, yeah. yeah, I always have a bad habit of like not eating all day too. So, um, I don't, it's not intentional. Like, some people like try and fast, yeah, but me, I'm just like, oh, fuck, I forgot to eat. <laughs> That's crazy to me. I think it's a... Are you Italian? No, I don't oh, think so. I don't think so. I mean, I've never done one of those like 23andMe's, I'm sure like... Are you Asian? Dude, honestly, my wife is like almost borderline convinced I am. What? Yeah. Why? What makes her think you're Asian? Well, like you said, Asian cuisine, like my yeah. shit. Like I could get down on just about anything and I'm open to try almost anything, you know, and like that's like my favorite kind of food, like literally Thai hut once or twice a week, you know, yeah. if I can. Um so like that alone, like my obsession with like Asian cuisine, hundred percent love it. And then she always says my eyes, cause like I mean you look at me right <laughs> now, and I'm like, you know, yeah, like I've got this like just chill little, you know, yeah. chill to me. Um, and then my dad also like my um, my dad, I mean he loves Bruce Lee. Um, mm. by the way, like always grew up like watching Bruce Lee videos and stuff like that. Um, which legend by the way. And um, people have mistaken my dad for being Asian, too, you know, which or not as far as I know, you know, Um, but they're like, oh, you know, because like he was into like martial arts, you know, when he was younger and in his 20s and stuff. And so they were like, oh, are you, you know, Asian? And he's like, no. No, I don't think so. And then, of course, the Hondas, you know. (laughs) know, Like, I know these are all stereotypes, but there's a reason why stereotypes exist, you know. You know, that's the reason why Coco's like, you know, hey, I see see your dad driving around and stuff in the Honda, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's always just been, like, low-key there. Maybe, like, do I get, like, an honorary Asian? I think maybe. Maybe. Let's ask the Asian community out there. Yeah, we need a vote. I mean, some of y'all know me. Do I get an honorary Asian yeah. award? He probably ate, you probably eat more Asian food than most Asians. <laughs> Very. I, I, I would be willing to go up to bat for that. Yeah. I would argue that for sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's good. Well, anyways, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Dude, uh, thank you for having me. It's been we, a long time coming. Yeah. We, we made got, it happen. Made it happen. Yeah. We got something to look forward to. Flows by the River 3rd Annual. You guys need to show up. Or show out. What's that even mean? I've heard that. So Dude, I don't know. Like, why I'm, do people say that? Show out, show out. What is show out? Is that? I mean, like, t- what? How I perceive it is like, you know, show out. Like you, like you know, do like your thing. Like you, you really like bring your A game. I guess you know uh, what I mean. Well, bring like you that. Show up. <laughs> yeah, but like, what would someone else? What would they? I mean, like energy. The crowd gives me energy, so I do mm. know that. Like, and honestly, like just real quick, like. A crowd's energy can change my energy real fucking quick, oh, yeah. you know? Like, and I think that's why Back to Reality was so, like, explosive for me because everyone was so excited and you could feel the energy and, you know, people wanted to be there and, you know, everyone was so excited and so present, like, in the moment with it. And so that can change, like, a whole artist's set, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, the crowd response because, like, you know, if everyone's talking or just doing this or that, this or that, you're just kind of like, okay, well, they're not into it. I'm not that into it, you know? So that's, maybe that's it. Show up, show out. Show up, show out. Support your local artists. Support your local artists. Local businesses. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what it's all about. All local shit, you know. So, yeah, we have vendors there. Yeah. I'll be selling merch. We'll have, I have some friends that are selling some shit. So, yeah, it's it's all community. You may find your new favorite artist out there, too. Fuck yeah, dude. You may find your new favorite artist. That's, That's a fact, though. I mean, I think people have done that, at least with me, you know, not maybe not necessarily favorite, but like, they're like, yo, I fuck with this dude, you know, yeah. you know, I have people that don't even like hip hop that come up to me and they're like, dude, you, you know, bars. I, yeah, <laughs> they're like, bro, you changed my whole perception on hip hop music. I'm like, fuck, what? you know? Yeah, bro. So like when they, when they're like, yo, this rap crap and da, 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 it's usually the older heads, but that's fine. You know, but when I do like, I've had people come up to me after shows and they're like, dude, you're incredible. I'm like, well, thank you. You know, yeah. um, so to be able to change people's perception on an entire genre is fucking sick. So it's a good feeling. Yeah. Speaking of that, you do have a great, a great present presentation, present stage pre- presence. Stage presence. There you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I try. It's important. It's very you know, when important. you're an entertainer, you know, especially when you're going against, not going against, but you know, you have all these other artists, especially thirteen. You know, you can get kind of lost in the, 
you know yeah. lost in how many artists there are you know it can all it can be repetitive if they're all doing the same thing or they all sound the same which they don't which is really awesome i try and keep like a you know a versatile mix of people you know in mm-hmm. different genres so yeah you got to do something to stand out especially yeah. on a global you know or even um national level you know yeah. everyone wants to do their thing everyone thinks they're amazing and everyone's trying to put out their art and show why they're great so you've got to do something to stand above the rest yeah and you guys gonna be filming this event is it gonna be low i think g shoots it's gonna uh my buddy jerry's gonna come out and do it um um i think he's gonna hook it up with a video so um which is amazing you know there's not too many videographers i know out here there's a few you know but um you know it's it helps you know especially when something this big you know you can have someone capture the moments yeah in the skate community we like to say no footy no proof hey did it ever happen if it wasn't filmed <laughs> Pixar didn't happen yeah yeah i feel that that's fair all right any uh you got any last words for the people out there um just show up to the show come out it's an amazing time and like i said this ain't even for me this is for the community this is bigger than me this is bigger than chaos this is um this is for the city. This is for the local scene, local music scene. This is for all of us, and we're going to continue to grow. And uh, thank you for uh, letting me be a part of it. And, you know, I'm glad that everyone welcomes me and everything I have to offer to it. So it's it's a cool feeling. And yeah. um, thank you guys for always coming out and showing out. Um, thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Um, everybody out there. Just keep being the best version of yourself every single day. Not every day is going to be perfect, but, you know, just make best with what you got. And uh, don't stop creating. Don't stop doing what you love. Wise words. And please check out his music. Check him out. Yep. Check him out. Check out the other artists' music. I'm going to put the flyer in the video right here. Right uh, here. Right? Yeah, right there. Hell yeah. Right there. And uh, please show up. I will be there let's go i'll be there i know a lot of people that are going to be there just show up and let's have a good time let's eat some tacos mm-hmm. let's eat some ice cream yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah let's get yeah let's get crazy let's show get up wild. show out safe but crazy yeah let's please, have a good time please be safe you paid for insurance <laughs> yeah i don't want to have to use that shit yeah. so <laughs> you know it's there for a reason but uh yeah everyone be safe and that's one thing that's why i tell people it's family friendly it's a good environment um you know you ain't gonna have no astro world travis scott type shit oh, happening yeah. um you know so it's a safe place it's safe for your family as long as you don't mind the word fuck we yeah. are good and uh it's your, it could be your chance to check out the new little uh amphitheater that they got yeah. going on at the yeah looks nice i'll tell you what i haven't been there since but i'm excited to check it out this saturday fuck yeah this saturday august 5th let's go 6 to 10 p.m 6 to 10 all right guys thanks for watching this episode of the munch gang munch gang munch gang and uh we'll see you guys next time peace i did it the same exact time we were late